IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. It's time to find out what is happening at the Kotel. Joining us on the line, always a pleasure to speak to Abi K, the guide at the Kotel. Abi, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Pleasure, Mark. How are you doing? All good. All good, Avi. Yeah, as we look forward to uh, spring and, uh, yes, summer approaching from our part of the world. Over to you, Avi. Tell us all what's happening at the Western Wall. So the Western Wall is pretty much more of the same as we spoke about last week. Okay. Um, Temperatures very, very high, very hot. Lots and lots of visitors. But where there's a slight difference is that there are more and more local people coming to the Kotel. It's the month of Elul. It's a month before the high holidays. And lots of people are coming to visit. People from all different spectrums of life are making almost the annual pilgrimage, whether it's individual, whether it's a family, whether it's parents bringing their young children for the first time to the Kotel, all coming just to spend a few minutes in its shadow Mm. and really soak up the spiritual value of what there is. It's just very, very beautiful to see. All these people coming through, especially youngsters. Schools are about to go back here in Israel. Some schools have already gone back. And parents are already taking advantage of the last few minutes of holiday time just to bring their kids through to Israel. So, Sorry, through to the Kotel to enjoy the experience. Okay. Um, What we have noticed, though, is that, for example, last night there was once again a public slichot prayer, one of these big prayers that started at midnight this morning, mm-hmm. so 12 o'clock last night, and the preparation started about 8 p.m. in the evening. All the signs are to make sure they're up and they are clear. All the sound systems are put up and checked, and barriers are put up to make sure that it's safe for people. And, um, you know, I just wish it was maybe it was TV so I could show some of the videos of the tens of thousands of people that come. And again, once again, huge accolades to the people that come because it's calm and it's peaceful. And once again, to the police and all the other security forces that make sure that everybody comes um, in a way that is conducive to prayer and that nothing untoward happens. Mm -hmm. But, Mike, there's another whole side to this. At the end of the day, the site that people are coming to is over 2,000 years old. And right. ultimately, things happen. Things shift where they happen. Mm-hmm. And what the cartel does is that they send engineers out twice a year on the skyjacks, on um, elevated platforms, to check that it is safe for people to be there. You need to remember, people are putting notes in the wall at the bottom. Right. I don't think that is much of a problem. But as you go higher up, (coughs) sorry, the stones get smaller, they get more modern, and they are more susceptible to weather changes. And there's also pressure from the other side. Remember the ground level on the Temple Mount Mm -hmm. higher than it is on the Kotel side. Right. So the bottom line is engineers go out and they check it and they make sure that it's all safe and that there shouldn't be any danger to anybody on either side of the Kotel. Sure. But also what happens at this time of the year very uniquely is that all the notes that people have been putting in for the last six months since Passover, since Pesach, are taken out of the Kotel. It's, again, a process that's supervised 
by the rabbinate of the Kotel Foundation, and all the notes are, are removed. Little instruments are used to take them out from the cracks, and that's, again, to make mm. sure that they are reached. And also that, you know, there's a concept of not putting your hand into the cracks because that ground is holy and one needs okay. to be respectful. Mm-hmm. All these stones, all these notes are then collected and they are buried on the Mount of Olives. I don't oh. know if you remember a few months ago I told you about a ceremony where Torah scrolls were decommissioned yes. and they were put in their final resting place yes. in the Mount of Olives. Okay. The same thing happened with all these notes. The tens of thousands of notes that people have written from all over the world get removed, get buried, and they get really put in their final place. So people shouldn't feel that, yes, at the end of the day, they send out like a, I don't know, a little goblin who takes all the, all the notes <laughs> and they just spread them and throw them away. On the contrary, everyone is treated with respect and dignity and it reaches its final arresting place in the Mount of Olives. Okay. So those of you who want to send a note before Rosh Hashanah, now's the time to do it. And you need to just understand that every note is treated with respect and dignity. Avi, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to give us uh, that uh, brief but really concise update as to what's transpiring at the Western Wall right now. Uh, Have a great evening, Avi. Thanks for joining us once again. Avi K, the guide to the Kotel, giving us some background, as I mentioned, as to what is happening at the Western Wall at this particular point in time.